My name is John, and my name is John, and we ain't turning right all podcast long. Whoa, we're going left and straight. Whoa, the podcast is great. Whoa, cruising around LA, picking up friends on the way. Hey, hey, hey. Well, John is my friend, and now you are my friend, and we're doing it up, and then we do it all again. Whoa. Two Johns don't make a right. Ooh. Jason Waller's house. Yeah. And oh, save it for the podcast. You don't. I have talked about this on the podcast. I know. I was like, probably every podcast we've done this. No, but like John and I are were more casual friends. We we had a lot of mutual friends, so when we see each other, it's like, hey, it's this guy. Yeah. So I see him at Jason Waller's party. And it was like, hey, two Johns, ah, two Johns don't make it right. There's a podcast. And I thought it was just going to end there. That feels like such a classic, <laughs> at least a classic it's, daily yes, party room. it is a daily. It really I, was. I brought you this. What? Oh, my God. I brought you a present. If you have a dog, I also have one for wow. you, which is I made. This is that's amazing. Killed I, I love that. Um, that is amazing. No, I was like, but this feels like such a perfect... I think the, this podcast premise is very, very funny. Thank you. Again, <laughs> it's all we have. It was such a burden it's, to be asked to be on. It was beautiful. It's all. <laughs> it's all we have, truly. I also was like, hopefully you haven't gotten to explore around here at all because I don't know anyone else who lives here. No, so. this is where you go to the doctor. It all, yeah, yes, exactly. I do really like living really close <laughs> to the hospital, I have to say. You live in the doctor zone. I do. And it is, like, only old Jews who get mad at me for, like, I don't know, living my life, appearing <laughs> to be, like, carefree. And so it's not the most friendly neighborhood, but I just, I rent a house here. And How long have you been here? Like, six years. Wow, okay. <laughs> I, I rent this place now with my boyfriend but we used to also our friend lived with us too and so we were these like young upstarts sure no one understood why we were in the doctor zone <laughs> but now i just don't want to leave so <laughs> why do you need to be close to healthcare? i really don't i think it's just a soothing no it's more than i want to like have a real place to live someday and was like i'll move to a better neighborhood but well, it's a nice that. neighborhood. It's oh, no, not, it's yeah. super nice. And being here when you, like, couldn't go into stores or whatever was very nice. Cause oh, that's true. It's yeah. just beautiful little strolls. That's awesome. The one exciting thing in this neighborhood, other than all the hospitals, is that there's a gas station right over there that I think is one of... It might be the most expensive gas station in all of Los Angeles. Wait, is this the, like, weird designer gas station well, on Olympic? That one is that way okay. on Olympic. The you mean future, what? there's a futuristic a. one. <laughs> there is a futuristic one, which I think someone was telling me was built to be some sort of like cool architecture museum, and then they turned it into a gas station. <laughs> That's never, amazing. Right, wow. which is really great lore. But over that way, right, is a gas station where it's probably like $9 a gallon right now. Yeah. And it does, I don't really understand how like money laundering works, but right. I do think it is a front. A front. Yeah. Does it, does it have like a weird, like USA gas or something? No, it's called it's like, like American gas. 
Right. We have one that's called like Dino Gas, and it feels right. like it's for kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, There's a gas yeah. station that is Sinclair has like dinosaurs on it because that's what gas comes from, I guess. Yeah. It's very. It's, it's very clever. It is clever, but it's also pretty brutal. You're just rubbing it in their face to be like, you yes. used to run this planet, and now we just suck you up into our cars. <laughs> yeah. That's this one, the Dino one. This is that, all I have to offer you is all right, the tour let me get, of my let me, Let's get a pick of this dino one because we got to get, I mean, this is a fun gas station. Right. Fart van view. I also want to point out that I made an illegal left turn to, do, to come to see this gas station. There was no I, left turn I there. I did see that happen and it was, yeah. it was so safe. smooth. Wow. It was so smooth. Wow. See, Dino Mart. Yeah. Doesn't that feel like where you'd want to go if you were like six? Yeah, or now. Maybe, yeah. Like they might have chicken nuggets in there. I don't know. I haven't. <laughs> Again, this should be my local hotspot. It's this yeah. in the hospital. One cool. cool thing about the Dino Mart is that uh, it's run by Sinclair, which also oh. runs local news all over America. Wait, is that the same company? It's the same Sinclair. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a. I, I will. I have never looked this up or, or researched it, but I, I'll make a bet that it is. The jolt of recognition when you just said that felt like I was listening to like a really smart New York Times podcast or something yeah. where it was going to tell me how oil <laughs> and news were interlinked. so I don't want you to look it up. And then you could do the Barbaro. Hmm. I th yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think Harry Walliner will look this up and correct us. Harry? Yeah. Check it out. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> it's Two Johns. Don't make a right. The podcast that people, people are calling us, John, the Forrest Gump and Bubba of podcasting. <laughs> Only we didn't start an international shrimp restaurant with locations at the Universal City Walk Hollywood. We're driving around town taking lefts hoping to make a podcast that's jolly good. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got some fan mail here. We got some fan mail. This is from Petticoats. Oh, sorry, Pretty Petticoats. She says, Sure, Daly's hot, but Tall John is just so dot 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 big. <laughs> uh, drool emoji, drool emoji. I just want to climb him like Jack and the Beanstalk, and then when I find him, I want to scramble his golden eggs. I don't know what that means. Jason. But, yeah, that's probably Jason Manzukis trying um, to be... Anyway... Petticoat emoji, petticoat emoji, lollipop emoji? Um, somebody's in love with you, John. That's the point. Ladies and gentlemen, two Johns don't make a right. We're about to turn. We're on Robertson and Olympic right now. We're taking a picture of a futuristic gas station, and our guest is great writer from The Simpsons, Kroll Show, Parks and Rec, etc., etc. Um, she's hilarious, and she's a god. Uh, and uh, our friend Megan Amram. Hi! Yeah! I'm, oh, so great to be here. Great to have you. So great. Um, we, we just start whenever, so it's... I was wondering when the podcast started, but then I so heard the podcast voice start, and it was helpful. <laughs> yeah. I will say, yeah. Well, the podcast started before that, but I feel like I... Do people a pre will write in and say if you like this? Do you like the intros, everybody? Because people love the podcast, but I just don't know if they like my hacky jokes. And I also I feel like I'm writing 
and that's illegal right now. We have to strike. So it's like, are we on strike or am I you writing? You can't turn that off. You don't ask John Daly to stop making those jokes. Right. I'm yeah. willing to go to bat with the guild. So you're Thanks. with I AM actually think you're the only TP in terms of Well, me. yeah, with almost everything, but yeah. definitely in terms of you. Right. <laughs> I'm willing to stick my neck out there and say John Daly should be able to do whatever he wants. Agreed. Are you willing to make Call a John sign and yeah. picket the pickets <laughs> with me? We can Yeah, we just have to go in the opposite should direction. We, yeah. Let's apply for a waiver. Yeah. For your intros. We're inside Disney picketing the the picketers. Like on like we're in like a jacuzzi. I recently had a friend who was like uh, works in the political sphere who's like the writers all have this pent-up creative energy and we should be using it to like you know at, make change in some way and I was like that's an amazing thought to have but I can tell you this the second we went on strike my brain completely shut off yes. I have no creative energy yeah. <laughs> being rocked in this van like a baby who needs to go to sleep I'm, I can guarantee I'm not going to say anything interesting the whole no, time. No, this it's is amazing. great. We yeah. don't need you. You've done so many interesting things that you have the luxury of being boring. Thank like, you. Like, like a queen, kind of. That's like, how you know when you've really made it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when you can be some like a queen with a really uh, exotic Victorian illness. She can barely open her eyes. That's right. where I am right now. And she farts and everyone yeah. claps. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yay! Um, that's great. I mean, here we are. We're on Robertson, right? We are. We are. Uh, Ma Megan, what, what's like your favorite area of L.A.? Do you have a drive that you like? Like, I, I always talk about the two. I love driving up the two because there's rarely traffic on it, and it's very beautiful. You know, when I was, when I first moved out here, I lived in like West LA and I would at night drive a loop like on the PCH. Oh, and yeah. which now in retrospect, I'm like, <laughs> if I hear any 23 year olds taking nighttime loops on the PCH, I'm going to be like, you shouldn't do that because you do not know when there's going to be some sort of terrible Caitlyn Jenner related accident. I was right, like, it's right. a dangerous loop. I do. Oh yeah, like she it. killed him. Uh, yes, killed which I don't boy, mean right, to bring up or... disrespectfully, but did happen. Yeah. And I was like, you know, that could have been my claim to fame. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't. And I'm grateful for it that uh, instead it's my IMDb page. Uh, but <laughs> I do this. This drive we've been on so far has been. I would say like the worst drive in LA. No offense. Which sure. is no, it's like, pretty boring. Which is it it's. I don't think there's a worse part of LA than the wasteland of like West LA sort of palm, like the the strip malls that all look the same. I even yes, really like right. the valley where there's that sort of like I can pretend I'm in Boogie Nights. Yes. Yeah, and every once in a while you'll see like a goth Satanist with a <laughs> with, with a parasol, and you'll so be like, hot. "Oh right, yeah, yeah." San Fernando Valley is truly weird. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Right. This is Beverly like, Woods. Like, what is Beverly Woods? This is so many... I also live sort of near, um, like, a area that I would call, like, a kosher hotspot. And, look, oh, I yeah, did Langer's, 23 right? 99.7% Jewish. I can talk about... I can make fun of the kosher pizza places. Sure. You could play Leonard Bernstein without the okay. fake Okay, I... I'm not like, saying anything about your nose, by the way. Just Judaism. No, no, no. I had to pull my nose back to record the podcast. We should let everyone know. They're not going to be able to see this. We had to make sure the sound was good. No, yeah, we did some contouring before. I'm kind of obsessed with that. I will say, like, 
the way my brain my brain has become so smooth during the pandemic i like couldn't possibly have an opinion on anything but i do just think it's it's funny everyone was bringing up like we just agreed that italians could play jews and you had to do something so egregious to get the internet mad at your nose yeah which, wait, what, what, what are you referring to when you say that Italians... Okay, so Bradley Cooper is Italian. He's Italian, And I've yeah. said Okay, this, so this is the thing that, like, oh, this... Yeah, what if this is why I was unquote, like... This is cool. I called the Johns and was like, I have to get on your podcast because I just found out Bradley Cooper's Italian. And I need to let everyone know. So he is not Jewish. He's half Italian. Yeah. And he uh, wore a prosthetic nose that doesn't look like Leonard... No, that's the thing. I looked immediately at a picture of Lenny, and I was like, dude, you missed the mark. Like, No, uh, it looks like Roberto Benigni Pinocchio or whatever. Yeah, it's a straight, yeah, it's a triangle. And maybe he was playing a Jew. I don't know. Maybe Pinocchio is Jewish, but we haven't delved into that lore yet. Well, that's an Italian who's played a Jew, right? Roberto Benigni. Yeah. Yeah. And we gave him an Oscar for it. Is that why we're talking about that? Did I miss something? I, I think I missed something there, but I want to look cool, so we'll edit that. I already <laughs> prefaced this. I haven't had a real conversation in three years. I couldn't possibly tell you what we're talking about. Is it but... is it problematic <laughs> for Jews to for for non-Jews to play Jews? I think that's what we're talking about. But I, I saw the I saw the Jake Gyllenhaal kind of was like I've wanted to. To, to play this role for years and I am Jewish and then it went to Bradley Cooper who I, is yeah I loved that mostly because I think like celebrities don't get in like beef like A-list celebrities don't beef very much anymore and that wasn't really beefing he seemed pretty tactful about it but I liked that he was just being a little snarky right it was like I wish I had gotten to do this because it's it was like I put five years of my life into this or whatever and it was really passionate and then he was like let's pull the trigger on me he grew (laughs) he grew the nose he He went to a trainer he went to a trainer and grew the nose he worked out so hard he's got that marvel nose (laughs) Exactly. He's got, he a got the six pack ripped. R- running down it. His nose I has a six pack. I have to tell you, that <laughs> I, this has been my dream for a long time: is to be asked to gain to gain weight for a role. Yeah. Which I'm like not primarily an actor. I'm also bad at acting and can't imagine a public figure I'd have to gain weight to play. <laughs> now, can but... we cast? Can I cast you in my uh, the whale too? I because Brendan Fraser, you know, right. I also wait. think I think like being the first female whale, yeah, <laughs> would be really amazing. Uh, no, that movie was really ridiculous. Oh, but I couldn't. I I didn't I, watch that one. I Me watched neither. it. I watched like every movie. I really love movies, but I also, you know, deferred to my friends or people I read who are like fat activists who all absolutely hated the movie but yes. that all being said right. Brendan Fraser seems like a nice guy can't fault him well it's kind of like Bradley Cooper playing Lenny you know because it's like he's putting on this fake body and playing a character that he's not right so he didn't gain the weight right he I, just had this big yeah unless he was like unless there's a way to selectively drink milkshakes for every meal and only gain weight in your nose which there's a lot of science I don't understand. Christian Bale did that for something. Didn't right. <laughs> yeah. The machinist. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, no, I do think that, um, 
the other takeaway from this maestro trailer that came out for me is that every supporting actress right now is pretending to be like Katherine Hepburn <laughs> and oh, wow. speaking in like an old timey transatlantic accent. Yes. I was like, I love this. Every act, like Emily Blunt and Oppenheimer. Oh, wow. I feel like yeah. the supporting actresses. Listen, Oppenheimer. Exactly. <laughs> we'll, we'll need the nuclear bomb before five. <laughs> Just like three bottles of vodka in each hand. Yeah. Cigarettes in every hole. And <laughs> I was like, this couch. is fun. Very drag queeny to me in a yeah. way that I was like, yeah, I think movies are back in a real way. <laughs> yeah, it's a little campy. Like, yeah, like Jennifer Jason Lee in, um, wait, we're, what, what is this vehicle we're, oh, what, what the hell is I'm this? so excited. I know the answer what, to this. What, what is this? I this also have to say, John has been doing an amazing job turning left. Thanks. I was like, is he yeah. going to forget? No. No, you're, do you ever just turn left on re normal drives now? No. Um, once once the podcast is over, I'm like, thank God I can turn right again. Okay. I really miss it. Right. Yeah, it really sucks. Right, it makes you appreciate what <laughs> you have. Yes. Left turns are so bad in LA they're, they're that crazy. sometimes I take three right turns exactly. just the left turn. Right. The yeah. fact that you're doing this podcast is insane. You're really pushing yourself you. then. Yeah, Thank it's you. a personal but, challenge. Kind of like dating wait for a roll. Or... Right. Yeah. So we're behind a Waymo car, yes. which um, I had. I have a dear friend who used to work for Waymo. I think let's get him as a some sort of corporate sponsor. Yeah, of right. Um, but it's a self-driving car, which there's someone in the passenger seat, but they don't need to be. And I think it is owned by Google, but that might not be You know what Waymo correct. means? Is it a... It feels Waymo like... driverless. Because there, there is someone yeah. in the driver's seat, too. There is. Yes. There has to be someone there. But those spinning things on it are like cameras. Wait, um, is this like what every car is in San Francisco now? Like, yes. They kind of have this... Oh, most cars, like people don't realize what's going on in San Francisco. Most right. cars are driverless. And it's really scary because they're also all doing podcasts in their cars. <laughs> really? All those wow. driverless cars are doing Pretty big. soon the cars are just going to do the podcast themselves. Right. And yeah. then you don't even have to listen to it. Save yourself the time. Yeah. I do think it would be funny if you could have like a self-driving car that did bits. But that, they maybe have to do it well, like Tesla's, on the Teslas do bits. Yeah, they actually they do. They got the fart seats. <laughs> That's why every child is like, when are we going to get Tesla? Daddy, when are we going to get Tesla? They have the fart seats. You get to be in, you get to sit in a world where Elon's sense of humor, it's like being in Elon Disney World. Like his sense of humor infused. I everything. thought you meant by bits that you like couldn't open the doors sometimes. <laughs> oh yeah. Is, well, they well the funniest bit they do right. is exploding. Right. That's the like, funniest. To me, it's definitely a bit because a car is not supposed to do that. Yeah, they're not supposed to turn into like a raging ball of fire. Right. Um, so that was a Waymo car, and so that is the future that we can all look forward to. I guess is having like cars with spinning radar things on them. Uh, kind of taking lefts for us. I think that's the present, baby. The gentleman yeah. driving the car had the worst bandage, like a giant bandage <laughs> on his hand, like as if a four-year-old bandaged themselves. <laughs> right, like it was uh, like a cartoon yeah, character. So, <laughs> yeah, it's like when a cartoon character right. has like a sore tooth and they like wrap their head up the thermometer right right, right. <laughs> That's i do think like for someone who wasn't born in the 40s or whatever a lot of my reference points are still like oversized novelty prop that a cartoon used <laughs> same, same here yeah yeah it's like i think of like 
bindle like yeah the bindle I feel like I make another joke I make guys tell me if you relate to this <laughs> please I think about the St. Bernard with the little alcohol barrel yeah, that yes. they I feel like doesn't exist but it exists in mountain cartoons yes. yeah all the all the fucking time yeah that and, was really imprinted on me too yeah, yeah and I feel like I keep trying to make jokes keep trying to make jokes I'm doing air quotes that are like I wanted to cut down from undrinking, so I only drink when there's a St. Bernard <laughs> with a little barrel of whiskey, and it's not, it doesn't flow, no one really cares about the reference. Because they're just like, when are you in an alpine uh, emergency? Right. <laughs> like, uh... also, <laughs> also, I love the idea that in that emergency, water and food, no. Uh-uh. Whiskey, yes. Right. Because it think warms you, right? It warms you. Yeah. Maybe to celebrate, oh, someone's found you, so take a load off but also okay not to get too excited about this sphere of comedy we're talking about i also am really obsessed with putting a whole fish in your mouth and pulling it out and it's just the bones yeah and it makes a uh, the sound of a xylophone and this is another joke that came up in the good place writers room i don't i did not pitch it for the show but it became a like probably five hour argument where i said is this a good joke Girls, if you're not sucking your man's dick and you pull it out and it's all bones like a fish in a cartoon, you're not sucking your man's dick. And it was very split on whether or not that was a quote-unquote good joke. Hmm. I think that there's a lot of words in it. I do think that that makes it better. It sounds like the joke that a messy bee would make. Exactly. That's like, why I was trying to sell it. If there's a bee that's enough messy on the good place, right. that could that could fly. Right. I don't think that's going to get by... The censors. The censors. Yeah. Which... We have notes, they'd say. <laughs> or even Mike sure. No, no, he hated it. Okay. I will say, <laughs> shout out to Mike, who was very honest that he thought it was one of the worst jokes I'd ever made. Yeah. yeah. So, I... Uh, but now, I'm just here on this podcast in a place of honor in the front seat, so I am <laughs> starting to feel very confident that I can say whatever joke I want. Well, welcome yes. to the podcast, yeah. and you can. You can you can just try whatever I'm you getting want. getting hopped up. This yeah. is pure riffing, and people love it. Um, we, uh, yeah, what I was wondering is... Was that St. Bernard with yeah, the whiskey with the double X on it? Was that one cartoon that was played over and over when we were that's kids? That's a really good point. Or was it many cartoons and that's a trope? And also, because remember the guys uh, that were stranded on the desert island? It's a classic Bugs Bunny. Uh -huh. And Bugs Bunny fucks with them and they end up like they're trying to kill the rabbit and they go, we're going to have roast rabbit. We're going to have roast rabbit. And the cartoon ends with them. One's fat and one's skinny. The cartoon ends with them seeing each other as a hot dog and yeah. a, and a hamburger and chasing each other around trying to eat each other. So that's another trope. that I'm like, Oh, that guy turns into a hot dog and that guy's so hungry. He turns into a hamburger and they chase each other. Right. So <laughs> is that a normal thing or was that just that cartoon? That is know. something that so, amazing is the thought that like a few guys or whatever invented something so iconic that it like destroyed all of our brains for decades like if, yeah if that weren't done all over the place because i cannot tell you for the life of me where that dog with the xx barrel is from yeah, I don't a even Looney remember. Tunes. Yeah, I think it's a Looney Tunes. It's like from a Looney Tunes back when they used to like oil paint the, <laughs> the cartoons. Like it's like really, I remember it being like dark and elegantly done. For 
for some reason. I don't know. Oh dear, something bad happened. Oh man, we're bad. on a left that's not. Oh, we got a broken parking enforcement. Hey, good. Oh wow. Well, we got, shut down the we street. Shut down the street, but I don't see any exact. There's uh, no auto evidence wreck. of. Yeah, there's like a sign that way up got there. There's over. maybe there's a. Oh, interesting. Somebody's on the loose. <gasps> Shout out to the LAPD. Uh, <laughs> John is a uh, fully a cab until he needs directions. Um, <laughs> but uh, we do this at the mercy of the LAPD. All cops are buddies. We just want yeah. all yeah. cops are buddies. Yeah, yeah exactly. they don't mind my indiscretions. Yeah. And, well, you give uh, them enough money that they let you turn left wherever you want. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for letting us break the this law. This guy's made. Just the, uh, the taxes yeah, on his license plate alone. <laughs> yeah. Pays um, for half that force. This couldn't be less interesting. This is very... How dare you? This, Where we are? This is or very... the conversation? The, no, no, the conversation <laughs> yeah. is stimulating. Okay, I just good. think, no, just where where are we? Let's 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 pinpoint. We're on Pickford, which is probably a street named after the actress Mary Pickford. Right. Ooh. Or did she name herself after the street? Right. <laughs> like Charles Bronson named himself after the street Bronson. Is that... Know that? Is that true? He was, yes. His name was something else. And then he looked at, he was like walking around Hollywood and he was like, oh, Charles Bronson. That His works. name was Charles 1010 Freeways Out. Yeah. And he was like, that I don't have to laugh. That's a little skinny. <laughs> I don't know. It feels dangerous. It is. I'm trying to like Bronson. make some sort of amazing, poetic, like generalization about the street we're on to be like, the sun shines worse here. Right. I'm trying to think of anything interesting to say about it, but it's just like it's lovely single houses. family homes, you know, nice, like not too unaffordable, but getting there. Yeah, and it was probably very nice before this became a thoroughfare, right? Yeah, it was probably a lot nicer back in the, when it was like, there were only one million people in LA and this was kind of a nice suburb. It is kind of amazing. I just saw a TikTok yeah. that was like the, I don't know, I think it was like the 110 freeway in the 1940s or something. And it was every car was a little buggy going like 15 miles per yes. hour. And there was no, this was something I just learned. There was no dividers to the lanes for a lot longer than you thought on streets in general. Wow. Like no dividers. Like, like there were no, there was no paint or anything. It was just sort of an honor system. You which, just get it, stay on that side. <laughs> right. Which feels like such a quaint time that you would just, you could trust your fellow man. Right. Wow. So you would just. weren't driving then. Right. Yeah. Right. Then when they added girls, when, they had to add all these rules. Right. <laughs> I also. I've never done this for real, but I have threatened it, which is, I think it'd be really funny if you were like a fancy girl and you drove side saddle, like oh, a horse, wow. but just had your legs sticking out the left <laughs> like side. Like not even side. a, yeah, in a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah Not even a, a motorcycle. No, maybe even yeah. out the window. Like yeah. and when I imagine it, I'm like a really fancy royal woman and my legs, the door is open and my legs are sticking straight out the driver's side. I'm imagining a convertible Miata and you just flipped them over the side. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and you have a big hat and a scarf. Big yeah. hat and scarf. You're faced fully backwards, and you're cigarette holder driving with your women's intuition. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know about yes. that is a uh, Rex Reed, the, the former coach of the the Jets, the foot freak. <laughs> Wait, tell me more about this foot freak. Uh, I don't know anything about him. The ex coach, the what is his name? Rex something. His uh, he he a video came out with him going up to his wife and she was like they were like making a fantasy video and he went up to his wife and he was like 
let me see those feet or something like that. <laughs> like she was in a car sticking her. That's why I thought Ooh, of it. She was in that. a car sticking her feet after uh, over right. the thing. And then, you know, I think it was just seen as being like, okay, well, this guy's a because he got his job back, you know, because it was just like he was making a thing with his wife and it came out. It sucks. But I don't. First of all, did she leak it? Is that? Um, maybe they leaked it because it's part of the. That's part of the the juice. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. I don't know, but I think it would be funny. Yeah, because the way things are going in the United States, we could make women do kind of whatever we want. So, yeah. Like putting your yeah. You I have didn't to drive say yes to this set. podcast. Yeah. We just we just came to your <laughs> house. We tied up. Yeah, <laughs> we can. Yeah, no, you were taken. Stop. This is an honor. <laughs> it's a. It's not yeah. a burden. <laughs> Back to the transatlantic uh, voices of yeah. the movies. Did you guys see, like, six months ago, there was something going around on Twitter of movie, like, B-rolls of movies from back in the 40s where the actors would mess up a line and then they would talk normal. Like, ah, oh, shit. Like, oh, would, that's hilarious. They would, yeah, lose their, their little clip in their right. voice. Yeah. yeah. And then they just talk normal. It's like, whoa, I just figured everyone talked like that back then. Yeah. It how is. dumb I am. I've seen this. It's like Jimmy Stewart doing bloopers. And he's yeah. like, God damn motherfucker. Yeah. You're like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> but it is a very funny thing to have been like, we're going to invent an accent from somewhere that doesn't exist. Yeah. Trans, Transatlantia. And then teach everyone. One of my best friends is like a talent manager for actors mostly and I told him he should teach all of his clients to do that and that yes. should be like his specialty here's the thing you gotta talk like this see? right <laughs> it's uh, have you ever done that have you ever John Daly had to do a voice like that in one of your many roles you've played um I think I've done I've done basically a transatlantic accent on cartoons yeah before, um, but I've never done like the proper kind of like classic guy. We gotta get you into that guy. Well, people don't not to know. be just like micromanaging your career. Please, I know. <laughs> hey. You're not on strike, as no. we established. I'm not on strike. You're the one guy who can do it. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just call up uh, the AMPTP. It would be kind of funny. I've been like very pro Writers Guild. I'm a Writers Guild captain. I pick it almost every day. It would Brag. be kind of funny to just cross the picket line just to like see what happened. I, I like what would happen? Just go you, take a meeting. You'd be crazy. You just be like, I want to talk to Fran. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and just be like, that's your cause. I just want to talk to Fran. Like this is insane. I, uh, These actors and writers are asking for too much. I, I didn't know what I thought about Fran, but she seems like such a loose cannon in a really good way. I what? love her. Yeah. And I didn't know how I felt I mean, about so her funny. too. And then she would. She went and met, like, she did this thing where she, it was like getting down to the wire kind of thing. And it was like a weekend. And it was like, oh, we're gonna stay. I think we're going to strike, blah, blah, blah. Is Fran the one? And then she went to <laughs> Italy to a wedding and met with Kim Kardashian. And I was shocked. I was like, oh, Jesus. Okay, this person's an idiot. And then I thought about it and I was like, oh, that's the best possible thing she could do. Like, that is maybe... She's taking a picture with the most famous person in the world, and she went to this thing. Like, it might be a good thing, you know? Like She also gave, um, when asked about that critically, she was like, I was doing my job. I'm not even going to try the accent. She was like, I'm do I was doing my job, and... That's what we're all trying to do. I had never met Kim Kardashian before, and I just like saw her at a promotional thing, and I was like, that actually is a good answer. Now, 
I just said I wasn't going to do the accent. Then a few days later, she and Bernie Sanders had like a talk back with each other about, mm-hmm. I guess, you know, labor rights and progressive politics and stuff. And I listened to it as a fan of both of them. This is what it sounded like. And I was like, these are the two. Whoa, the there's craziest almost, voices. This is crazy. There was almost Sorry. an accident. Um, an electric bicycle and a scooter. Right. So t- the electric bicycle or one of the scooter was turning left and it, they almost got in a crash. So I just want everyone listening to know turning left is not always fun in games. It's not easy. It's yeah. not easy. And again, I want to give a lot of credit to our driver here. Thanks. We're actually kind of in an interesting part of town now. We're at the IHOP on Hauser. Right. And Wilshire. Yeah. Which is the, the international house of Pan. We, we should say we're at the westernmost, this is the most west podcast we've ever done. We're That's very what I west. thought. I thought like this might be a fun adventure. You because, were right. Um, but we're passing the SAG-AFTRA building, which the logo of it is a, a very flamboyant actor man. With his arm yeah. in the air, Hello. which I do love. It's like an old school actor. It's and on the on the left we have um, Seth MacFarlane exactly. world, which is Family Seth. Guy, American Dad. But Shout then, out. On the right, which I know we're not talking about that, is the La Brea Tar Pits. La Brea which Tar Pits. I love. I, I I love the La Brea Tar Pits if you're in Los Angeles. Give it a give it a try. It's amazing. It, it the tar is leaking in all parts of the park. What, which I like is that, because I like go there fairly frequently to walk around. There's like orange cones that they set up when there's just tar leaking out yes. of a little area, which feels that they, I assumed they'd have more control over the tar at this point. Yeah, no, they don't. Um, no, the tar is running the show. Yeah, the tar is boiling <laughs> and bubbling and methane gas from deep in the earth is coming up and it's one of the most amazing things that there's just this open wound of just magma like you know uh boiling with the skeletons of like 10 right. million dire wolves and mammoths <laughs> and saber-toothed tigers it's i really also great. i feel like la locals know about this but there's a very funny sculpture which is uh they have like a woolly mammoth statue, you know, sticking out of the tar pits to teach yeah. you about life in prehistoric times. But the actual uh, scene that you're seeing is a mama woolly mammoth dying. Yes. Being right. sunk into the tar and reaching out for her baby. Yes. And it is so dark. It's like a Lars von Trier sculpture. Yes. And yeah. I. When you first realize that that's what you're seeing and they treat it just like, this is what life was like back then, it is very funny to me. Yeah. Highly recommend. Yeah, this is what the, yeah, this is what the tar pits did back then. The first time I went there, I did the dumb thing where I touched a plant that had tar in it. The tar is weirdly accessible. Oh, yeah. Like, if you wanted to run into a fucking tar pit, you could. And you could die in a tar pit if you wanted to. Right. They're really assuming you're a mature... Uh, yeah. Person. <laughs> yeah. Didn't they find? Didn't someone commit a crime and throw a gun in there, and they they retrieved the gun somehow? Really? Did that ring a bell to any of you? That's such That's a good idea. Any of you in this car? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a really foolproof plan. Just we'll throw in the tar pits. Yeah, yeah. But it takes like twenty minutes to sink. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, sink, please. Um, but anyway, don't touch tar, ever. Like, it's the worst thing in the world. It and stinks. I got it on the back of my hand, 
and it just took forever and it made me realize that getting tarred and feathered is like the oh, worst. Oh man. I was like, wow, what if this was over my whole body? That would be really bad. You'd die. I think your empathy is really beautiful. Yeah, thank and you then... so much. Well, I make empathetic connections all the time That's and I just so wanna... cool. Yeah. That's probably why you're a good actor. <laughs> That's true because yeah. I just like to inhabit the lives of, you know, of, <laughs> of people and feel that empathy. Um, th thieves and traitors from the uh, American Revolution. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're also right now next to one of my favorite buildings in Los Angeles, which I believe is the ugliest building I've ever seen in my life, yep. which is the Peterson Automotive Museum. Yeah, well, that was designed by Frank Scary, right? <laughs> that um, was a real laugh that petered out into nervous. No, <laughs> are we allowed to make fun right. of that guy? <laughs> He's oh, too God. powerful. Oh, God, yeah. You're going to want to bleep that. Um, no, the Peterson Automotive Museum I also went to once because I was like, I just want to go to like every... LA touristy place yeah. even though I live here and it is such a dad mecca it is amazing <laughs> I also feel like I was texting our mutual friend Max Silvestri the whole time right. because I was like if there's anyone I know who's going to appreciate a Bond car exhibit right. yeah. it is Max Silvestri and oh it, did you go to the Bond exhibit? That I was did. the one thing that I saw that I was like maybe I mean, I'll go I to that I gotta say it was kind of cool I don't yeah. care about cars that much I drove a Volvo for 12 years that had such a big scratch down the side it looked like Wolverine had like <laughs> taken claws down the side of one of them. I don't care but they have like really old cars and they have movie cars which I am so obsessed with movies still that yeah. when I see a car that was in a movie it's I'll be fun. like oh my oh, god it was in Alien. I would be <laughs> yeah. fully jacked to see all that yeah, stuff. It's yeah it's really really fun. I went to Graceland and they have oh all God. of Elvis's cars and I was fucking super excited about that. Oh, that's amazing. That dude had some goofy cars because yeah. he was a little boy brain. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the thing. You get famous quick enough and with enough toxicity in your life and yeah. you're going to be baby brain forever. And I think you bring up a good point, which is it's funny to see what you buy. Yeah, all. right. It's like, funny how you decorate your house, and that's Grace. Yeah. I, I say this with, full of like love and respect for Britney Spears, who I am a fan of. I think she has intense baby brain for a lot of reasons. Sure. Yeah. Um, early fame. Traumatic. Early fame, all these people using her, all this stuff. But I'm like, I would love to see the feather boas that woman has in her closet. Like, yeah. I feel like it would just be like a a child's dress-up closet, which, again, I say full of respect. Sure. You'd be, like, immediate good friends with her, I think. Uh, I kind of, like, had this fantasy a few years ago that she'd be released from her um, conservatorship, and but then she'd need, like, a smart nerd, maybe with, like, a bit of a sense of humor to yeah. be her one and only friend and help her, like, rebuild a company. And Oh, my God. I am just saying I'm free for the job. Wow, Britney Spears, if you're listening, I bet she. I bet she's she really loves cool. The podcast. Speaking of empathy, <laughs> yeah, I bet she has tons of it. Empathy I mean, to spare. I do think I'm like embarrassed all the time, like just in general, and I feel like I wouldn't be embarrassed in front of her, which is partially well, why I'd like. Well, her yeah, to be she's my so right, she's so never... out there, and she just... seems to be very loving. Just wants to have people in her orbit who aren't taking advantage of her, and I would never, Britney. I would never. Well, so you're not doing this to eventually have your own kind of conservatorship? Of her? Yeah. No, maybe of someone else. Maybe I would her? get tips and tricks. No, I don't think I would do that unless uh, our friendship really 
who would took you, a dive. Who's your ultimate a, person that you would control watch. their finances in life? <laughs> That's a really good question. Who's the ultimate celebrity or, or whoever that you could you want to control? <laughs> control I the mean, purse strings. This is a really good question. You've got I, power of attorney over uh, Jack Nicholson, uh, whatever. Uh, Catherine Hepburn. Mike Tyson? Mike Tyson. Yeah, because you want to go for someone who seemingly has not... Like, I keep... My brain keeps going to people who I would, like, want to be friends and equals with, or even, like... But you control the, them. <laughs> right. The first person... I have to just admit, because now it's taking over my brain. Yeah. The first person who popped into my head is not my answer, but was Azalea Banks, who I do really <laughs> like because she's... She's fucking good. So, first of all, I saw her in concert, and she was incredible. But yeah. then also, she has the wildest takes about people. Sometimes they're dead on... Yeah. And sometimes they are dead off, in my opinion. Yeah. But I don't want to control her. I guess I would just want to be in her orbit and have her tell me what's up. So but that's not be, a good answer. That's not your answer. It would then. be like... Yeah. But shout out to Azalea Banks. She's yeah. one of the good ones. I'm just very, very fascinated. By, again, as I said, I have not one opinion but, on anything this fucking guess. This is the most expensive guess. Whoa. If you want Six to come, dollars. But it's and really nice. They, they fly it in from France. It's, <laughs> oh, it's like, it's yeah. Organic. It's from the gas Do you think pain. They have organic gas. That would be a really funny grift for like organic Beverly Hills. We're now in Beverly Hills. The Dino Mart. I have to say, um, no additives. There's also uh, a fun fact about this area that I like is that there used to be there's like a lot of really old movie theaters we're on Wilshire yes. in Beverly Hills and they still some of them still run and play like one weird movie at 2 p.m. in the middle of the day and I do love them yeah they're like they have premieres there sometimes and like the one across the street will be playing some very obscure ethnic move like they have mm -hmm. like weird like from you know some country will have a big premiere I don't know yeah, I don't know. What really, I'm talking about, but yeah. No, no, no. I'm going to support you here and say I don't really like LA very much, probably because we just like drove around what my first, yeah. <laughs> the, the strip mall wasteland. But I don't like the sun, but I love all the people here. There's a lot of fun stuff to do here. And I'm so obsessed with movies that the fact that there is a place where the premiere of like, an Azerbaijan documentary yeah, or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. I think is worth living here. It's yes. great. Yes. Yes. So you don't you're not an LA fan. I, I think I just don't like sunshine. I'm Same from here. Portland, I, Oregon. I like when it's nice and cloudy in the morning and then it gets sunny in the day and I'm like, this is great. Like right. if it's cloudy until noon, this is actually kind of perfect for me because I don't mind the sun when it's out, but I do love when it's overcast here. Oh yeah. And rainy. You get to put on that old-timey noir voice yeah. and just walk down the streets. <laughs> oh, it's a little bit crazy. Yeah. No, I mean, I think climate change is really good because yeah. we can't just keep L.A. like the way it is. So I want something to be different and maybe it will surprise us. Right. Um, it's going to keep getting warmer. There's more maybe, seals. Maybe, but then there also might be, yeah, there might be something crazy that pops up. Like we might, we had a very humid, cloudy few weeks there right I felt like I was I felt the, like the New Orleans movie <laughs> double jeopardy so we're passing one of these yeah uh, for a while I was like are we in the midnight in the garden of Good yeah Evil yeah kind of a thing I was just in Savannah Georgia and they have not only 
a Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil tour of Savannah graveyards, but they have the Forrest Gump bench. Oh my God. This, the, you can sit on the bench. This guy is you sit there? seeing a guy with a great hairstyle. It's a, we are. A, just a great look, Just what a I would say. Great look. You can tell he likes his butt. Should we He's get him in the butt. van? I mean, he looks good. Yeah. <laughs> we should get him in the van. <laughs> He's literally going to CVS. Have a good time. This guy had a great... That guy probably knows exactly what he wants from CVS. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, butt cream. And you, <laughs> you're originally from, Megan, you're from Portland, I'm from right? Portland, Oregon, okay. yes. Yeah. So, so that's super cloudy. I, imprinted on me early that that cloudy and rainy is good. We're just now passing the Writers Guild Theater. Let's give it up. Give it up. Writers Guild. We're honking. You're going to want to drive right into that building in solidarity. (laughs) We are screening nothing. Yeah. (laughs) We are not screening. Um, Would you say this is Beverly Flats? Yeah. Is that what this is? Beverly Flats. This is another thing where I was like, what is the... Uh, the houses here are so expensive and the yes. demographic is very old I would say. Yes. I don't know a lot of like young rich people who are moving into Beverly Hills. I was like what is Beverly Hills going to be in the next 40 years or Like right. the, the non-hills part of Beverly or Hills? Or even just or... all of the like I don't know Well it's currently the only um, city in Los, within Los Angeles County that votes for Trump Right. It's the most conservative <laughs> Like, uh, you know, which kind of makes guy. sense, I guess. It, but that guy's the best, <laughs> right? I um, like, I was like, how do I pick? I do think that, um, yeah, it's a very uh, wealthy white conservative enclave of again very old people. That but where I we are right now is by no means like Beverly Flats is the slums of Beverly Hills. <laughs> We're running a yellow light. Because we don't give a fuck. We don't. Megan, also, we should have told you at the beginning, <clears throat> we've been known to stop for coffees or bobos or whatever you right. might want. Yeah. Is there... you, I know we're kind of getting late here, but I wanted to offer that up. If you're hankering something and we drive by a... This is a great... This it, is a great question. If there's a coffee or if there's a, like a drive through Or a dry cleaner. If you drive cleaner. Okay, there's... It's so boring. We I'm could, sorry. This this is a Starbucks. That's yeah. so boring. Keep driving. Starbucks what? is just like we don't driving. have to force it either. It's just yeah. throwing tossing. It I out will there. say it would be great to go, yeah. There is we. I don't think it's open this early in the morning, but I'm gonna just give a shout out. If, I'm, if anyone is in again the wastelands of Westwood, West LA, there's a 1980s frozen yogurt shop called the Big Chill that wow. I am obsessed with. It is very. It really does make you feel like you're like it's 1991. You're in Los Angeles, and you're like maybe and like frozen yogurt's new. Frozen yogurt's new. (laughs) And my favorite part about it, it has like lots of frozen. It's like you know, frozen yogurt was like part of like a non-fat craze that happened at the time. And then there's like sugar-free things and sort of like diety projects. But last, I think it was last year, but it may have been seven years ago. I don't know how time works anymore. Demi Lovato got very mad at the Big Chill and put the Big Chill on blast because Demi was like, I don't support that this, that the diet products are labeled guilt-free. 
Oh my which God. I thought was, again, as someone who tries to educate themselves in like body and fatness discourse and stuff, I was like, oh my God, the big chill is my celebrity yogurt shop. And well, I can't she, believe this is in the discourse. Well, she yeah. was starting her own place, Demi Gelato. Uh, and it was kind of half the fat. It was Demi Gelato. Right, so right. she was just, she was just running interference. She was being a good soldier. Right. No, I think that that's just being a good business person. Yeah. So. Which she is, clearly. This is something I just, <laughs> you're going to want to keep this in the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a mural that says, um, we're in a heavily Jewish neighborhood right now. And there's a mural that says when the sun goes down on Friday night with which is Shabbat but I was like are they changing the mural every week I just noticed it and because wow. that that sunset's going to be different so okay. I will I guess I'll just report back unless you want to do another podcast next. wait there's a pic we'll do this again is okay. there a picture of wait so there's a there's a, a mural of a sunset sorry there's so a mural that it? says a few blocks away. I feel like we gotta get a picture. Yeah, we gotta go back. That says what, it says in text what time, uh, it's like a picture and then it says like sundown on Friday is 7.29 p.m. or something. Oh, so you're suggesting maybe they just change the time every... I mean, they must, right? Yeah. This is a place where I have had auditions around here and I feel like I've parked on not this street but like Uh a very similar street and like put on another shirt without sweat stains and like had my sides and like walked down like way too far got sweaty again went into an elevator saw people i hate and rob uh, hubel uh, (laughs) like rob hubel and um and then audition for something that's amazing i again am like (laughs) i'm like a bad i'm not being humble i'm a bad actor i think i have like a very small range that is mostly just me being myself, but like louder. But <laughs> I have, for some reason, and I think this is bad, the only auditions I've ever been on are like starring roles of franchises, which I was like, I have to think I need to start a little smaller. But around <laughs> here, I auditioned for Star Wars to Whoa. be um, Kelly Marie Tran, ended up getting the role, and I think she is wonderful. And I. Oh, I'm sure you do! And <laughs> I hold nothing against. But I ended up getting an audition for that The Last Jedi when it, it was happening. Insane. And at the time, again, in like an unmarked house or something in West LA. Right. And at the time, I just. And it, it was a lot of comedy women, so I like knew other people there, but I just was like, why am I here? <laughs> wow. But it was fun to go in and be like, whatever set set phasers to stunt like whatever gobbledygook okay here we are at the mural oh here's the mural okay wow 7 27 p.m oh so they're oh yeah you can tell they paint over that that's (laughs) great it's beautiful right it is light shabak it's 7 welcome to west la baby i appreciate it this is gonna be a really difficult left but I'm gonna do it oh i gotta say this is one of the hardest lefts we talked where this is the aras torah Uh, temple or school over here. It looks like a school. I have to say, I think this is where my boyfriend got circumcised. Pretty sure that's the area. So. Is he from? Is yeah, he maybe from we West stopped LA? there. He's from Calabasas, California, and but I think they uh, came down here. Or how, no, he, how he circumcised is he? I think all, all the way. way but, yeah, but maybe we should get a checkup. You're supposed to get it checked up once a year to make sure it doesn't grow back. I am uncircumcised. Should we stop there? I, I, I don't want to talk about yet. Look, I, I, I am uncircumcised, I'll say that, but I've thought about it. 
I know some about. people who've gotten adult circumcisions, and it does seem like a big deal. I it feel seems like you're terrible. gonna, yeah, you're gonna want to take a break from the podcast if you ever dive into that. It right. does seem like a big deal. I'm not doing a bit, and there's a lot of reasons why. And you're an anti-circumcision activist, right? You stand on the street corner. You think yeah. they cause autism? <laughs> yeah, Keep, keeping them. Yeah, they they no. do. Yeah, they they're so dirty. <laughs> that they cause on, they make you autistic. I do in think, the good way. In the good way. In the good way. I do think that people like it's been really bad for the country, but but people's <laughs> decisions to invent science and medicine is really funny to me. Again, it's like the anti-vaxxers who are like, do your own research. And I also I come from like a family of doctors. I generally like science. Yeah. <laughs> and I also like to read about it the people who just decide what science is I find so funny and I'm like to be that confident must be amazing right yeah. and their research is finding a podcaster who says what they want to hear like they're not doing any yeah, research. yeah it, can, enough- it can make a little bit of sense but if it's said in kind of like a funny jocular kind of uh, fun way that they relate to then they'll do it. I, I am from my my dad uh, is a retired doctor, yeah. But also a, and I love him. Shout out to Chris Daly, a big Trump supporter, yeah. Um, but totally not, you know, a guy who got the vaccine and was like, no, we trust Dr. Fauci. Like I went to school with Dr. Fauci yeah. and stuff like that. So I think he had some. There, there was some like ideological bumping up for him. But I yeah. think it's tough if you went to school with someone because everyone I went to school with is stupid. Including me. Wait. You don't want to know them. You went to Harvard University. I did, but they're all stupid. I mean, I, that's not something you're supposed to be proud of these days. Well, are they stupid or are they evil <laughs> sociopaths? Yeah, well, sometimes both. I do agree yeah. with you, though. Some people are in control of it and have just decided that they're going to, like, bleed the world of money and all that. My friends are amazing, I will say. But it is funny to be like... Oh, you're a very powerful position, but I know what you're like when you're like blackout drunk. Right, right. And I guess doing theater, which is what my experience was mostly like. <laughs> I'm like trying to pick a good place for us to. How about McNoon or yeah. Nick's? Nick's is a fun little diner. Oh, McNoon is, is a crystal chandelier store. We don't want to go there. Yeah, no, because this car is. You can have with one chandelier. chandelier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I told you to have your chandelier before we left. <laughs> Nothing it's sadder so cool. as a child than chandelier stores. Like, lighting stores. I just remember going to lighting stores as a kid and being like, there is nothing for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's the most you adult guys, store yeah. I've ever been in. Yeah, You guys know Matt Hubbard, right? Yeah. The, yeah. He tweeted something a while ago that really made me laugh. Everything he tweets is funny. Yeah, he's the funniest guy. Yeah. You guys Apropos are. to what you said, um, he was, like, I think tweeting at Tom Cotton or some awful senator person who he went to college with, and it was like, no one liked you, you sat by yourself in the cafeteria, blah, blah, blah. And it's just funny to see someone in that light that you normally, like, a guy like me would not. Totally. No, right. one, no one from San Francisco State went on to Congress. And it's also, like, um, Craig Mason, a screenwriter, was yes. a freshman year right. roommate at uh, Princeton with Ted Cruz. Yes. Oh, man, and what a like, roommate. Ugh. Like, was just like... You, everyone knows you suck now, but you also sucked in a casual, different way. Yes. <laughs> then, um, 
This is my street, but this, we can't say where it is. We won't say where it is. And the reason I'm back here is I'm trying to honor. I know you have a an appointment. Yeah. So that's why we said 10:30 to 11:30. Yeah. Well, you want to know something crazy? But this isn't very interesting for the podcast. We passed my doctor's office. Oh, that I is. Should, wow. And I was. So I've on my. Doctors. Are you okay? Do you is it, is it a COVID related kind of thing or? The actual answer, which again, not interesting for the podcast, is that. I still have COVID symptoms that are weird. So I'm just like going, I had to go to like my other doctor yesterday and it's not like breathing problems or anything, which is great, but I have like nerve inflammation on the left side of my body, mm. left, maybe this should go. Yeah, perfect. And so my mom, who is a retired doctor, very useful to have in the family. Yes. She was like, you're gonna be fine. It just is gonna take you. Some people take like three months to get better from COVID and it's still not long COVID. So it's just, of all of the times to have it happen, I was like, I'm on strike and nothing. Yeah, really. I just got a surgery on my nose. You did? Um, I got a balloon sinoplasty because I snore so much that I wake <gasps> myself up up to 25 times a night. No! And don't realize it. And so I sleep bad. And so I got this thing where they stick a balloon up into your sinuses. I haven't told you this, John. And they blow up the balloon and it breaks your nose the cartilage in your nose a little bit yeah and it is horrible and it's oh, like no. that feeling when you get you're a kid and you get like someone's shin in your nose because oh, you're God. like roughhousing yeah, yeah yeah that for two days Ugh. and you're on uh oxycodone which is a miserable yes. feeling itchy weird feeling and so last week was me just like like no. feeling like I got punched in the nose. It's terrible. It was horrible. Um, Are you not as bad now? as not as bad as when I had COVID. I had COVID very bad. I am feeling better now, and I can breathe slightly better. I would say, um, but what it does is just open up your your uh, nasal cavity. Yeah. There so can, There's like, know. and that's the other thing is I feel like I was annoyed at people who um, were like. You got COVID, congrats, now you can go have fun. I was like, I cannot. Right. I am still... Was that the first time you got it? Yeah. Oh my god. But I also, wow. like, I was very careful not to get it, but then I also, this is, like, a whole story. I lived in Germany for a few months last year because oh, I cool. made a really stupid show there. Um, <laughs> that... Or Berlin, we love it. Shout out Berlin's... Todd Strauss-Schilson, we love it. It, it. Berlin was really cool, but it also was, like, a very weird job, which we'll have another... Hollywood podcast where I talk shit about <laughs> the, the show. The but anyway. Never, never, never. Okay. I was like I so I was like <laughs> running around doing stuff and I never got it and then I got COVID from a baby. So right. you were at Bergheim in the poop room going, Oh my <laughs> I, god, and you didn't get COVID. Yeah, I got COVID from an adult baby at Bergheim. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, those babies just pick up everything. <laughs> no, oh, it was all good. Oh but... my God. Megan Amram, thank you so much for being here. This is so thank cool you. of you. Thank you. It was an honor <laughs> for us. Honor for us. And uh, we really appreciate it. Anything to plug? Um, I the guess German the show? The strike. I, yeah, the German show will someday get back, but um, the strike, really just plugging like supporting all the writers and actors who are on strike and um, give to the entertainment fund if you have extra money and want to support people. That's right. Yeah. That's, that's the best. Plug. Give the entertainment yeah. fund. You're helping out artists. And um, thank you so much. This rules. You guys are the best. All right. You Two are. Johns don't make a Um That was so much fun. Ooh, ooh.